Happy Victory Monday, Jets fans, as this is the latest episode of Just Another Jets podcast, recapping an ugly, but albeit a win for the New York Jets, a 31-21 triumph out in Denver, a game that, let's face it, offense gets on the field, three and out, Zach Wilson not showing any encouraging signs. And what happens in that ensuing punt? It's a muffed catch. The Jets take the ball over deep in Broncos territory. And they have an opportunity inside the red zone to get an early six to get their first points in the first quarter all season. And they have to settle for a Greg the Leg Zerline field goal to make it 3 nothing. And you're feeling pretty confident that this Jets defense can stand tall it can make enough plays. The Jets put a couple other points on the board, and this could be a runaway victory. But Russell Wilson had other plans, especially on that ensuing drive in what was a wacky, wacky play. Wilson drops back short right to dump it off to the halfback McLaughlin for a screen pass. The ball tips up around, is caught, and run in for 22 yards for a touchdown. Just like that, the Broncos lead 7-3. And this Jets offense that has been sputtering all season long, what do they do? They basically go uh, three and out, even though there was a penalty, but they run four plays, punt the ball. Thomas Morstead with a great punt to pin Denver inside its own six-yard line. And uh, on the very next play, a first and 10 from the Denver six, Russell Wilson drops back to his short left. He's pursued by Al Woods, big Al Woods in the middle. There's a intentional grounding call, which results in the second safety the Jets have had in the last three weeks. And here we are. It's not scoregami, but it's 7-5 Denver, and the New York Jets get the balls back. What happens on the ensuing drive for the Jets? A three and out, followed by a punt, and the Broncos march 52 yards, eight plays. They get a field goal to extend the lead to 10-5. to and you're starting to get pretty alarmed about how this offense has been stalling out throughout this game. Uh, and you're right now at the 13-minute mark of the second quarter. And finally, finally, the Jets are showing signs of life. And there's no coincidence that they're moving the football when Brees Hall is touching the ball. He basically has uh, a 19-yard carry. He has a 5-yard scamper. He has a 16-yard run. And Zach Wilson has a nine-yard run. So the Jets are getting it done on the ground with Brees Hall feeding the beast, with Zach Wilson making plays with his legs. Once again, the Jets get inside that red zone, frankly, inside in a goal-to-go situation, first and goal from the Denver nine, and they have to settle for a field goal. So here you are with the Jets finally showing signs of life after, of course, their first score was courtesy of a muffed punt. And they have to yet again settle for three. Score being at that point 10 to 8, and you have the Denver Broncos answer right back. They drive down the field 11 plays, 71 yards. Thankfully, Robert Sala and crew facing a first and goal to go situation at the 10 yard line keep Russell Wilson and that offense out of the end zone. So Denver settles for their field goal. Will Lutz kicks it through 22 yarder, 13 to 8 at the half. And the New York Jets, they had a lot to adjust on the offensive side. Nathaniel Hackett, why it took him two-plus quarters to figure out 
getting Brees Hall involved in the running game and in the passing game was a good idea. And trying to get Zach Wilson on the move, some play action passes. Garrett Wilson was essentially shut down four targets, one reception through about two and a half quarters. And the Jets were able to make some of those second half adjustments and they came out strong. They forced the three and out on the Denver Broncos. And that's when you had your big hitter, Brees Hall, last year, of course, in Denver, a place the Jets earned a win, but had two significant injuries to ABT and Brees Hall. And he popped a long run last year and he popped one this year, 72 yarder scamper, 1329 left on the clock in the third quarter. And the Jets jump out to their first lead. Get this, their first lead in regulation in the entire season. Uh, when they were up 3 nothing, and they're up now 15-13. So essentially their second lead uh, in, in this early season. And the Jets looked like they had all the momentum.
a stranglehold and send the Jets to one and four. Uh, old Sean Payton decides to run a basically a double wide receiver reverse possible pass play, and the ball is fumbled and recovered by the Jets. And just uh, Sean Payton basically just walked across midfield and handed the ball back to the Jets and handed all the momentum back to New York. So the Jets were very lucky in that regard. And let's face it, this was not an imaginative or creative offensive game plan by Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, he went down to the basics, which was ground and pound with Brees Hall, let him take four to six yard chunk plays and then break off a big one. That's exactly what he did. And that has to be the template for this team moving forward is they don't necessarily have to rely on Zach Wilson to drop back 30, 35, 40 times. They need a balanced offense. They stuck with the running game, you know, a few injuries to keep an eye on. I know Joe Titman was banged up uh, in and out of the lineup. He, he looks like he will be okay. Mekhi Becton uh, with some knee and leg issues was in and out of the lineup. He finished the game. He, he looks like, you know, he may be on the injury report, but might be questionable for the Eagles game on Sunday. But the big injury being – AVT, second straight year in Denver, appeared to be a calf injury. He's due for an MRI. Initial diagnosis was not as dire as many expected, even though Robert Sala in his postgame press conference said, well, it's not good. You know, every time, unfortunately, when Robert Sala says he doesn't expect it to be anything significant, it ends up being something significant. So maybe he's kind of trying a little bit of a reverse jinx in that regard. But nonetheless, you have to feel happy. It's a it's in all three phases. The Jets, did they play clean football? No. Did they play pretty football? No. And were they imaginative offensively? No, but they got the job done. They got a defensive score in the Mike and the Brees Hall, uh, the Bryce Hall 39-yard fumble return. They got a safety courtesy of a Russell Wilson grounding. Uh, they got five field goals from Greg Zerline, including one that was over uh 45 yards, which again has been a little bit of his uh, Achilles heel has been those 45, 47-plus yard field goals that he's not been as consistent as he's been on the mid-range to chip shots. So all told, the needle's pointing up in the New York Jets. There's no question they face a tall task on Sunday facing an undefeated Philadelphia Eagles team. But a, a Philadelphia Eagles team that when you look up and down the schedule and the teams that the Eagles have played and the fashion in which they've won and improved to 4-0, I mean, they essentially jumped out on the Patriots in their opener, punching them in the mouth, and they had to hold on for dear life just to win that game 25-20. Uh, they narrowly escaped uh, their home opener against Kirk Cousins and company in the Vikings 34-28. Uh, they did beat Baker Mayfield, the dominating defensive performance, holding that Bucks offense to 11 points. But a narrow three-point win over the Commanders in overtime.
any part of this game in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton by any stretch of the imagination. But the Jets went up. They won a road game, a critical road game, and against the guy in Sean Payton that had nothing but bad things to say about his predecessor and current Jets offense coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. So, uh, of course, Hackett getting the game ball for this game, you have to feel good for him. And this offense, is it where you want it to be? Absolutely not. It's Zach Wilson showing signs of being a franchise quarterback. Maybe, maybe not. He's at least progressing in the right direction. They're baby steps, but steps forward nonetheless. And if the Jets are hopeful of trying to even their record at 3-3 three and three, heading into that bye week and taking on the Giants in that Week 8 game, they're going to need to let take the training wheels off Zach Wilson. He's going to make some mistakes. You're going to try to simplify this offense as much as you can, support him with a running game. But when you look at the injuries, I mean, of course, they had to bring in Mac, Max Mitchell uh, with injuries and AVT out. And that run that Brees Hall was able to pop, the 72-yarder, was actually with Max Mitchell in there as well. So, you know, this offensive line, there might be some shuffling around. Uh, we don't know about, of course, AVT status. I would imagine that he's likely going to be out against Philly, rest during the bye week. And let's face it, if this Jets team, which has had its own struggles and not necessarily on a pedestal, even this New York market, if this Jets team, even without ABT, can't beat the New York Giants, uh, they really don't deserve to be in the playoff conversation to the playoffs nonetheless. So I think when you're looking at the timetable for ABT, I think you have to look at that Monday night game against the Los Angeles Chargers as a possible return game for him because if you give him this week, you give him the bye week, and of course you rest him against the New York Giants, he should be fresh come that game, which could be critical, a conference, interconference game. You know, the next two matchups the Jets have, of course, Eagles and Giants are both uh, out of conference uh, NFC East matchups. So if you're the Jets, take the win, don't get too full of yourself. Take your humble pie, watch the film, improve, and figure out a way to contain this Eagles offense and this the tush-push play, which nobody can seem to figure out, and the fact that the New York Jets right now, if they don't beat themselves, which they haven't done in the two victories they've had, they've basically been able to take the football away and done minimal as far as turnovers are concerned. Zach Wilson had uh, you know, the one interception, of course, and you had the muffed uh, catch by Gibson. But the Jets still won the turnover battle and were able to come out on top. Join us again on Friday as we preview the New York Jets looking to get their first ever win against the Philadelphia Eagles. Their first ever win in franchise history against the Philadelphia Eagles at MetLife Stadium. I'll talk to you on Friday. Bye-bye for now.